Are you in yeah. Berlin right now? No, I was. Or you just were. Morning. Okay. That's crazy. Europe's wild. Did you come straight from the rave to this recording? No. I, did you come straight no, from the club no. you couldn't get into? Oh my gosh, hold on. I did, yeah, I didn't get in, uh, which is, it was annoying because I came back and I, I talked to my housemate. I was like, Ash, did you get into Berghain the first time you tried? She's like, yeah. I was like, God damn it. Skill issue, dude. That's rare. That's rare. Of, of course, of course, uh, my old friend, Allie, my old friend, sorry, I meant it to say my good friend and, and former guest, Allie, um, on the Skins episode. Uh, was like, yeah, I think, I mean, her, she, her whole thing is fashion. That is what she is about. So when, when the Berghain website says, what we want is for your outfit to have a point of view, she immediately understands what that means instead of being like, I, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> if I ever get married, that's the dress code. <laughs> must have point of view. Must, yeah, your outfit must have a point of view. Um, which is really what they not say. Not just uh, casual, roll through, and whatever you want. Not just come as a steampunk guy that nobody knows, and then somebody has to ask you to leave the wedding reception. But she also said there's a lot of different factors, and she did once roll up to Berghain in pajamas to see if she could get in at like a weird time, and they let her in. So, uh, You failed the skill so check. Really, is the method is the same as... Uh, as every other place in the world, go at a weird time, and they will let you in, <laughs> and it will be easy. That that is actually, I think that is actually the lesson. If you go to that's weird time, that's the secret they will let you to in. life. In a city. <laughs> yeah, is off hours. Like if you go at a different time than everybody else. Like you get to do all the stuff that's hard to do easily. All you have to do, you have to be willing to stay up like two hours later than anybody else. And in Berlin, two hours later than everybody else is ten a.m. Yeah. <laughs> I did 10.30 grocery run on a Monday. Set your alarm. Wake since, up early. Uh, since it's, you know... Beautiful. Uh, Ian playing Tears of the Kingdom all day a day. And boy, I was in and out in like 15 minutes. To answer Matt's question, no. I went out on Friday and Saturday nights. Uh, uh, I left Saturday at 10.30 a.m. My friend left at 1.30 p.m. Um, Jesus. And then um, when... I was going to bed at 11.30 the next night. She said, I'm going back to the same club and I on Jesus. Sunday night. And I was like... <sighs> and then she wobbled into our... Uh, she wandled in... Wa- wandled. <laughs> she wandered into our... Uh, that's waddling wandering. Um, <laughs> into our Airbnb at 9.57. The checkout time was 10. And uh, threw all of her stuff in a bag and then got onto the airplane extremely drunk, which was, which was hard for me. I was, it was like traveling with a child. I literally had to do everything. I had, I I had a good airplane experience the other day, uh, yesterday because, uh, surprise, surprise, Noah is a United Lounge member, so he got me in as mm. a guest when my flight got delayed. So I was drinking Dude, three martinis. And I was like, it's so that? funny to do on a one-hour flight. That you it's such a game changer. I was in the changer. United Lounge, and I was like, why is th- is this what airports were like if you're Don Draper? Like, it was amazing. I was going to ask much earlier what would happen if we dropped two socialites into Hyrule. <laughs> How do you think they would do? Well, around here, we like to use 
ultimate hand to put together cars from wood and Zorai fans. And they're like, what's that? And then everybody laughs, and there's like a guitar that goes boing. The only thing I want to say about this is that, wait, you're telling me, Travis, that you you contain the ability to take people to Hyrule? Because let me in, Travis. (laughs) Travis, let me in. No, 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 no. I will be staying here. Thank you. Let me in, Travis. Ian. Are you trying to die? Uh, what ha- you know what happens when I die in Breath of the... Uh, in you know, Ian I come lives right in the U.S., right? <laughs> okay. Now, we did not establish that Travis had the power to put people into Hyrule and make them a Triforce hero with, like, magical guardians. I, like, you could just be a citizen of Kakariko. Seems chill. You could just go in and he's, he's just a boat just hanging out with or chickens or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could also be you could also be a moblin who gets destroyed by Link and then reformed when Seems there's okay. a blood moon blood and moon. then destroyed by yeah. Link again. Seems fine. This new blood moon makes it seem like Zelda is summoning the monsters to punish Link. It kind of does feel like so that. She like looks up at the moon and says something, and then you're like, "Damn, dude! Like everything cool? Are you guys good?" Because they're they're definitely smooching now. Welcome back to Masters May, everybody. <laughs> I would love to drop uh, <laughs> Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie and I rule and uh, just uh, just see what happens. Because one, it might be actually interesting, and two, uh, I would in theory be less objectionable. But maybe they would do like a goblin face or something like that. <laughs> Gerudo face. <laughs> Welcome to the beginning and the end of the world. So, it is, as you know, I don't know what has made it already. We are experiencing grave technical difficulties. It's a haunted episode because it's, uh, it's a simple, it's a, it should be a nice and easy, simple recording. Technical difficulties are part of life when you're in the Ozarks. So we honestly should just talk about Ozark next week as a follow-up to this. But no, if only... If only. <laughs> it's, as you know, the podcast dedicated to covering the first and last episode of every television program in existence. We've been cursed to do so, and that brought us to today's challenge, The Simple Life. I'm Ian Benson. Joining me, as always, he really, really wishes that this was actually secretly just a trip to Paris. Wouldn't that be amazing? It's Matt Ciani. Bonjour. He knows there's nothing fun around here to do. It's Travis Marmon. Hey, everybody. And it didn't happen in this episode, but we briefly get to see it, so who cares? Nothing else really happened in this episode. They've got their hand up a cow's ass at Stephen Dunn. That's hot. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I think that also didn't Somebody happen. Somebody had in to say it. It happened in the finale, because she spray-painted it, at least. Well, I don't think either of them said it out loud in either of the episodes. Well, maybe it's like a beam-me-up Scotty thing. No, they do say it. I mean, she did literally trademark the, the term. They, they, they say it a lot in the show. Well, I had never seen this show. Today's show, of course, being The Simple Life, uh, the American reality television series starring Paris Shorten and Nicole Richie that depict the two socialites. Uh, as they struggled to do manual, low-paying jobs, uh, it ran on Fox from December 2nd, 2003. Never forget. Uh, until uh, 2007 when it ended on E! It was canceled after its third season because of a falling out between Hilton and Richie. I love that. 
and it should have stayed. That's how it had to end. It, well, well it, it but it didn't because then they then it came back. Yeah, they they, they came back. Um, yeah, and it should have stayed dead, and it never should have been created. There's, they were so obsessed, wondering if they could. They never stopped to think if they should, and the answer was no. That's right, Stephen. What the hell, brother? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why? So, which answer do you want? Do you want the one? Which answer? I have two answers. Here's one of them. Uh, I was thinking about master shows and looking at master shows, including Ninja Master and Master of None, and I realized that Master Ninja only had one season, and Master of None isn't over yet because they think they're making another season. Uh, the Masters is a bit too complex for this, and and is still happening. We'll yeah, probably continue until after we die. Yeah, not if or I have anything. To who say knows? About maybe it. golf courses will be made illegal. That that could happen for as a climate as a climate yeah. maneuver. <laughs> like we just gotta get rid of golf. Yeah, right. That'll happen. That's you the hear one that's yourself? Go for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be too little, too late. <laughs> Uh, no, many, many, many thousands of people will die before they get rid of golf. And by many thousands, I mean millions. And then I was just thinking about people who aren't good at anything because of Master of None. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I thought about, I thought about like the main complaint of, of about like Paris Hilton was that she's famous for being famous. As, as her Wikipedia says, like 550 times. Yeah. yeah. Which, which is a fun little thought and something that I used to be bitter about when I believed in a merit-based society. Yeah, I, I just thought this would be a fun, easy show because of how much of a cultural impact it had, and it was short. Or you could get my other answer, which is I forgot we were doing a Masters-themed uh, month. Which answer do you like better? I like the truth, and we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, I thought I picked a simple life because I, re- I legitimately thought it would be fun to talk about, and I thought it'd be fun to talk about Paris Hilton. I thought it'd be fun to talk about. Um, it can be. It was just not fun to watch. I think one of the grand lessons in the history of this podcast is that anytime someone thinks the show will be fun to talk about, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Once upon be. a time was you picked that because it would be fun. To I talk thought about. that would be insane. Those are different things. How many shows have we truly not had fun talking about? Party of Five, <laughs> Storm yeah. Chasers, maybe. Like, there's been a few where we were just Cave like, men. "No, Storm Chasers, know. we had fun." What are you talking about? I don't know. There's been there's been a handful that we've just been like, "I got I got a fucking nothing, dog." But usually we a have a good time. Slog. That's why we keep yeah. doing this, even though we don't necessarily have fun yeah, watching yeah. Uh, all or even most of these shows. I just didn't. I wasn't ready to tackle blackface yeah. today. I d- like we used to talk about <laughs> Rutgers Northwestern football. Like this is nothing. Wait, wait. What, what was that, Stephen? What, Stephen? I said you think I thought there would be blackface? No, I just, I just <laughs> knew that you broke the bit, and then the punishment for breaking the bit was there on screen. Where it's like, wow, yeah, no, there are eldritch horrors contained within this program because it's the, the weirdest things. One of the weirdest things about the blackface was that, like, they did blackface for Lionel Richie, and then they did blackface for Nicole Richie, who's like, I mean, who is not fair skinned. Well, also Nicole Richie is white. She's adopted by Lionel Richie. She is not his biological daughter. 
but uh, or, but she is she is of Afro-Cuban. Oh, is she? Okay. Or Afro African American ancestry ancestry and like Mexican. Oh, okay. Ancestry. I so I was checking into this because. I wanted to avoid the thorny issue on that. Well, I was going to say it's almost (laughs) transcendent to make someone do blackface to play your dad. (laughs) It is. I I have never really seen that kind of thing. He was a pimp. What can I say? No, yes. Nicole Richie is, yes, the adopted daughter of Lionel Richie, but she is the biological niece of Sheila E. Oh, yeah. Okay. I did look to see that a few weeks ago. I forgot. Sorry to Sheila E. Just casually. You were just, we were just, you were just like, you, it wasn't even related to this episode. You were just thinking about Benji Madden or whatever. I'm sorry. I also learned Joel Madden. I learned today that Paris Hilton is the niece of Kyle Richards of Halloween fame. Weird. Weird. And then they do both kind of look, they have very similar faces after looking closely. So something and huh. would you would you describe the face as having white hot sex appeal? No, honestly, <laughs> never in my life have I found Paris Hilton attractive. I've got to say, sorry. <laughs> I think I did because I was told that I was supposed to like before I had a concept of yes. like hot. I did realize that neither of these people I find particularly attractive for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> um, though the low rise jeans, those look great. Great work. Bring those back. Having to blur out Paris Hilton's ass crack throughout most of the show. I was gonna say fantastic, <laughs> amazing. One one of the one one contribution to this program, uh, or you know whoever did that, that was funny, because God, were we yeah. gonna be scandalized? By I'm that. glad they were having a good time in the editing room because that's really the only place anybody was having a good time. Or they were having a horrible time in the editing room, and they were just like, hey, check it out. <laughs> like at least there was something, some joy somewhere. I watched a lot of this show, folks. I, yeah, I was going to say, did anyone have any relationship with it? I knew of its existence and some moments that maybe broke through on pop culture, but had been uh, blissfully, happily. Uh, my eyes had never yeah. lay- gazed upon this in my life. Yeah. So, Matt, you watched a bunch. Steven, you mentioned that you... Yeah, I watched it at my grandparents' house. Um in between stuff like that episode of Insight that was just a montage of the story <laughs> of Jesus uh, and the Twilight Zone. Like, sometimes, like, my taste would break through and I'd be like, all right, we're watching The Simple Life. I feel like being exposed to The Simple Life would turn me toward hardline Christianity much more than Much more insight. than the boring Insight style. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but seeing this, I'm like, this is clearly sin and we must not have it. It is. That's true. They also play this at the Burlington, uh, where I was last <laughs> of night. Of course Shout they do. The installed. <laughs> they play it on VHS every fucking time I'm in there. <laughs> were they? Wait, it was were on they playing, last night? Were they playing it Saturday when I or Friday night when I was in the Burlington <laughs> with you? Uh, I didn't. I don't think I looked at the TV. They may have been. It's interesting that you uh. spent so much time hanging out in a coat factory. <laughs> the only two things I remember ever seeing on the TVs at <laughs> the Burlington are Spider-Man and uh, Vampire in Brooklyn. I think. The things that were on television when I was at the Burlington, I'm pretty sure, maybe this was the only thing, I know it was near the TV we were on, were the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, and Matt pointed yeah. at the TV and went, Lakers, Warriors. And I felt a swell of pride. <laughs> and then he was like, LeBron versus Steph Curry again. And I was like, yes, here we go. <laughs> Just like getting amped at Matt. <laughs> and, then, at and then Matt turned and then was like, it's really crazy how much they underpaid Kavon Looney. And, and I, like, at wow. this point, I was, I was, 
I was deep in the Vince McMahon gif reaction. Matt is like, what do you think of Rui Hachimura's contributions to the Lakers after that midseason trade? What a delightful surprise. Yeah, just Matt being like, it's pretty amazing how much of a liability Russell Westbrook was for the Lakers. And then he had a pretty good season on the Clippers, all things considered. It's, it's, It's mad the way that fit can be a part of... Of a, of a player's value. I was like, three things they can do to improve <laughs> this season. Better three-point percentage, uh, block more shots, uh, and they can uh, they can make better trades. Okay, we'll take it, yes. And then I got hired. And then you were hired at Sports Night, and then while at that network, you went over and were like, I got this idea for a television program. Tell we're Bill Murray to shut up. We're going to take Paris Hilton and Nicole Ritchie, and they'll be like, Who? And you'd be like, exactly. Is Bill yeah. Murray the most famous Lakers fan right now? Uh, Jack Nicholson is still going to Jack games. Nich- Jack Nicholson. Is Bill Murray a Lakers fan? Bill Murray no, is definitely a thinking, Bulls I was fan. Just thinking, yeah. I was just thinking of Jack Nicholson the whole time I was saying Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. It's like Bill Murray is like the consummate Chicago celebrity. Thinking, he is a Bulls I was literally fan. thinking of Jack Nicholson. When I he does Murray, seem to randomly wind up at UConn games because his son is on like the coaching staff or some shit. But I think that was the case. Yeah. It used to be at Xavier too. Yeah. Uh, but yes, Jack. You know what Jack's I think about? You know what I think about Xavier? <laughs> Bob, no. <laughs> and their fans. <laughs> No, it's going to be a, such an outdated. We're going to reduce, oh, we're gonna have to reduce Steven's salary by one million dollars, but not fire Steven. <laughs> Reducing my salary for this podcast by one. They did million donate dollars. that million to an LGBTQ center or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it was a novel okay. way to go about things. Sure. Also, again, I would pay to be in the sensitivity training with Bob Huggins. <laughs> oh my gosh! But these are more enjoyable. Matt, do things you know about we... this? What? No. So what if Bob Paris Huggins was about to open like a browser tab? What if so Paris Hilton? Yeah, yeah, what if Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie had to do sensitivity training with a college with a sixty-nine-year-old college basketball coach? Steven, you want uh, to that'd be pretty this. good. Their credit cards and shopping sprees. Okay, there's uh, too much happening. The- <laughs> <laughs> Explain Bob Huggins. So Bob Huggins is the basketball coach of the West Virginia Mountaineers. He used to coach other places. Cincinnati. Uh, including Cincinnati. Cincinnati has a crosstown rivalry with the uh, college basketball powerhouse Xavier. Um, and uh, he, uh, on a radio show, uh, said that all Xavier fans were Catholic bad F words. Um, and there was a <laughs> uh, back- <laughs> backlash. We don't, we don't claim that word, you know. It's <laughs> actually really... It's actually really bad to say about Catholics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, they, everyone thought he was going to get fired, but they actually just reduced his salary by one third and then gave that money to an LGBT uh, charity. Can he keep saying it now? Like, <laughs> reduced by one third, or does it go by go down by one third every time? I, based I, on the based on the jaw Morant gun flashing rule, it turns out <laughs> <laughs> the second time. Isn't actually the second time you better. say it to 150 people <laughs> and your social media team is like, what are we doing? A <laughs> hundred people live? There are dumbasses streaming a fucking streaming fuser on New Year's Eve 2020 that have more than 150 people viewing this. <laughs> I love when Lemon Grab uh, tells me the news. 
I am waiting. Travis and I, I think, or maybe oh, I talked about this with one of you, and I don't remember which, and now I'm putting this in podcast canon. Where we were talking about the idea that someday someone will have that backlash moment, like they will say that specific word, and then it will, they will come out. Is the thing that will happen to everyone? Not uh, yeah, it was called creator? Tyler the Creator. I was going to say Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator exactly. Literally, did that. everyone was like, "Tyler the Creator's great, but he's homophobic, and that sucks." Oh, he's gay. We forgive him immediately. <laughs> yeah, they were like, that "Oh, literally oh he was going through some shit." <laughs> <laughs> that boy, gay as hell. <laughs> Went from a homophobic monster to a sad gay man who made the Grinch soundtrack? That can't be right. <laughs> One of the best arcs of pop culture history, to be honest. Yeah, thank God. Thank God. Who had a, it's Paris Hilton had an interesting arc. No, she didn't. She did. The reclamation yes, did. of Paris Hilton is one of the worst things millennials yeah. keep doing. Oh, yeah, it's awful. I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying it's interesting. Okay, so <laughs> let's let's talk about Paris Hilton historically and like can I tell you, when I was like 12, 13, I loathed Paris Hilton. It was like such of a. Of course like, you did. Which is so of funny course. to like think about again, like a middle schooler just being like, I hate this random celebrity that is no. I hate Paris it's Hilton. The- Why don't you just listen to Slayer? Is a classic type of guy. Yeah, and well, and speaking of that. Of course. That, truly it, speaking it, it, of that, because real she's quick, been, it just it's just the it's the pink stupid girls music yeah. video like archetype to be like not only do I not like you but I'm gonna make part of my personality not liking you which is a very teen right. thing to do. Speaking of of literally this thing and Slayer themselves, uh, so Paris Hilton, you know the original the socialite that becomes famous for being famous etc. Widely hated polarizing, yeah. her lane got completely eaten up by the Kardashians. And they they totally right. took that role for the last fifteen years, probably. When I saw Slayer, they are better at it. When I saw Slayer, Gary Holt, the guitar player, uh, also of Exodus, played Stars was, Are Blind, who is you know like fifty three years old, is, was wearing a t shirt that said "Kill the Kardashians," which is such a funny fucking like <laughs> thing. Yeah, to just be a type like, of dude. It's time. still a type of dude. It's crazy. It's like I don't have to think about them all, almost ever. One of the times I saw the band Rush, they uh, the guitar player made like a crack about Paris Hilton specifically, but in a very Canadian, what? polite way. Why does it matter? Do it. No, the instant of getting mad at generational wealth and heiresses is good. We were just fueling it. Oh yeah, the kill the rich. Way. Absolutely. Yeah, That's it was just the weird that it was like this person who had don't like truly didn't yeah, have to just, like. It's my fault that I watched Best Week Ever. You know, right? <laughs> I also watched Best Week Ever, but. I think I think the problem is getting mad at the ones that we can see and then not like and then just not yeah. extending that to the ones who are wealthier and worse but that we can't see. Yeah. It, it is Paris just, Hilton's it, rich but she's not that much she's not like upper upper echelon rich and she's like at least a relatively skilled entertainer in the lane that she's in. Yeah, relatively, understanding yeah. that her whole thing was like a carefully crafted persona like that was not it, I did. I did not get that at that age. Yeah, she's she's like Alex Jones, and just like that, you know who she's associated with? Red Scare. No. The f- uh, Forty-five himself, of course. Oh yeah, right. That is part of her origin story. Yeah, because she was. Uh, she she and her sister were photographed by David LaChapelle, uh, and uh, for Vanity Fair. Dave Chappelle. David LaChapelle. <laughs> Um, Dave the Chappelle. It's it's Dave the Chappelle. Yes, <laughs> Dave the Chappelle. He's he's um he's a photographer. He does lots of 
like fashion editorial work and uh album art like stuff like that uh he uh sure. but yeah he put the they were in um he uh she and her sister were listed as it girls in a vanity fair issue and then you know it it skyrockets from there tabloid fixtures sex tape god the sex so i was reading about the sex tape today and has anyone watched first it? of all no i have not watched one night in paris no. but i did learn that it opens uh with uh in honor in honor of our or the memory of those who died I, in 9-11 I, or something oh, i thought you were gonna say that this <laughs> film was dedicated what? to the brave mujahideen fighters no. of afghanistan <laughs> no it opens it, it opens with honoring the memory of 9-11 the guy That's who funny. the poke richard Sa- salomon or whatever rick salomon the rick poker salomon. player that she was with at the time who made the sex tape obviously he's also the one that leaked it yeah. and then he tried to sue the hiltons about it for def- for defamation of character when they were like fuck this and he, f- he tried to sue the company that distributed the tape that he leaked i don't I understand mean, it's his intellectual no, that, that, property. like that obviously this guy is a tremendous scumbag like, how, how much money can ways, i make out of this this uh leaked porn yeah, hate this. I guy, also haven't obviously. watched it. Wow, yeah, like I don't know. I don't know if he was trying to make it be like, oh, someone else leaked it and it was later revealed to be him, or if he was just like, yeah, this wasn't quite the distro deal that I had in mind for this non-consented distribution. Paris. What a what a name! Now Jesus I'm at the. Christ. Uh, now I'm at the Wikipedia page for that famous is celebrity. Literally, sex how tapes. long? I sp- wait a second. I spent one night in Paris last week. Wow. What did you do there? Did you fucking Eris? Did you wake up in Paris? I went to Disneyland with my girlfriend and her family. You went to Disneyland Paris and we're not talking about Disneyland Paris? <laughs> yeah, you're talking about some Berlin nightclub? Who you're cares? telling us about Berlin nightclubs and you didn't go to what is widely considered the worst major theme park in the world? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you go on the Armageddon great. ride that still exists? <laughs> no. Uh... So so what happened was I thought I bought a two park pass but I actually bought a one park pass uh and then we went into the like Disney Studios park first so I couldn't actually go in the other one but that was okay because I actually only sp- intended on spending half the day there cuz then I went across I got on a train and got a And then you went to Universal <laughs> Universal Paris I can confirm that if you compare it Disney to Disney it's way worse It is considered it's- a terrible to Disney, place. To Disney World or to Disneyland? I've only been to World. I've never been. I've never been to California Disneyland. I've only been to Florida okay. Disney World. Uh, Disneyland in Paris or Euro Disney, as they call it sometimes. Yeah, that's what I always thought it was. Was Euro Disney? Euro Disney is. It's because that's because you end up spending a lot of euros. Am I right, folks? Uh, I'm um, sorry. Damn. Armageddon Les Effects Special closed in 2019. Yeah, I was gonna Damn, say rip. I. I was gonna say I looked at the list of all the rides and I didn't see anything. Yeah, like it, that. it held on. Um, it held on for 17 years after opening with wow. the park. Wow! Damn it! The, I mean, it's the, not that different than the the Waterworld stunt show or whatever still being a thing. Yeah, everyone loves the ride's that. cool. Wow! I I compared a lot of the rides one to one, including the Tower of Terror, which was terrible. Uh, the Spider-Man ride was. I, I, I can't come up with a good pun here. I like that there is a ride that is Ratatouille, L'Aventure Totoband, Toc de René. Like, like all of that the names are really wordy. That, that, that one was a bit of crack. 
the 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 thing about the Ratatouille one is because that movie takes place in Paris, it didn't really bother me that all the dialogue was in French. But for all the other ones, I could not follow the story. The weirdest one, I, maybe I should have talked about this instead of Berlin Clubs. This is what happens when I'm off the podcast for a week. Uh, the weirdest one was the Avengers ride where the it seemed like the only Avengers they had licensed were Captain Marvel and Iron Man, but Iron Man only spoke in French and Captain Marvel was voiced by Ble- was literally voiced by Brie Larson and they had a conversation <laughs> where Brie Larson would say a sentence in French and then whoever plays the French or actor does, for yeah. Iron Man would respond in French. Sorry, no, no. Brie Larson would say a sentence in English is what I meant to say. And then the Iron Man would respond in French and then she would respond in English and it's they just had a conversation that I could understand believe, half of. Believe his name, I believe his name is like L'Homme de Fer or whatever. How <laughs> <laughs> the mileage we can Use get out of, out of French superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving this. Also, it's really... Bo- so this is word for course, spider in French? Also, because it's France, because it, France, they don't use uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark in his images. They use Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder uh, Frizzages all the time. <laughs> also, uh, Travis, here if you want, here's some. We here's love some talking about blackface. <laughs> here's some material for you to work with. And so they're like, Stephen "It's okay. We loved Green Book." Stephen was just talking about <laughs> Avengers Assemble Flight Force, but also, so they have their own Spider-Man web slingers. Because in in the United the United States in California, it is it is web slingers of Spider-Man adventure. While in France, it is Spider-Man W E B adventure. <laughs> And I really want to know. <laughs> they, they read Souls of Black Folk on it. Like, what is that? <laughs> so I can talk. So I can talk. So I can talk about this. In 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 Florida, it's like this really intense sort of 3D experience where, like, you know, you how many fall times have bridge. you been to these places? I'm I'm kind of jealous. I've been to Disney World a bunch of times, so I get it. Although I never did Tower of Terror. Well, Too scary. Scared. <laughs> Um, yeah, it I've wasn't really appealing to me at, yeah, at the ages that I was in Disney. No, it is really funny that it's like it's a, a <laughs> ride in a in like a kids park. Tower it's like you love the Twilight Zone. You like you like Rod Serling. You like being afraid. So so the intro to it was Rod Serling, which was amazing. Like they or literally just got in France. They got Rob. They got Rod Serling Rob to do Serling. like. <laughs> They, they literally have a, a a bespoke Rod Serling intro to the ride that they also have in Florida, but the ride was way different. But the intro was exactly yeah. the same. To answer your question, and I've been to Disney World three times. The first time I was three, and it doesn't really count because I don't remember a goddamn thing. But then I went when I was about 10, and then I went with the Aurora High School Marching Band when I was 16. Okay. And about those, you also don't remember a goddamn thing, but uh, but they do count. I tried in the uh, the Los Angeles trip. There was a day where I was like, "What if we went to Disneyland?" Like I said it as a bit, but was like, "I would go to Disneyland today." <laughs> was yeah, definitely sure. the energy. I'm glad we did not. <laughs> Paul and I were like, "What if we did go though?" Let me tell you, going to Disney, Euro Disney, Euro Disney with a with an autistic child, great experience. Probably overall. great. Yeah. Uh, no lines. What did the autistic uh, child think of a simple life? I like the idea of you guys right after going to Euro Disney just sitting around all together. That was last week. I was in Berlin this week. I can't keep it straight. I can't keep it straight. Stupid. It's Jet Set Lifestyle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait, last week. Close together much? What if we sent Steven instead to (laughs) care for cows? 
What if you sent me to where? The Ozarks. To, like, care for cows on the Irish countryside. Yeah, there are a lot of cows in in Ireland. I I, I feel like you'd want to send me to, like... give up your jet-setting lifestyle to do it? Can I give up my jet... Stephen Doughton. Mug. (laughs) I did love this intro. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, when you said model about yourself... I, I felt the exact same way when they said Paris Hilton model. I was like, really? <laughs> Is she? I guess she was, like, first. I didn't realize that. I don't know. She did feel like she just, like, came out of the ether suddenly in yeah. 2003. I mean, my first exposure to her was this show because I would read Entertainment Weekly that my mom got because I wanted to know about horror movies that came out. Yeah. And uh, I found out about The Simple Life. Has Nicole Richie been heard from since this show? She's married to the one Madden brother. To, ladies and gentlemen, good Charlotte. She probably (laughs) hangs out with her uh, uh, sister-in-law, Cameron Diaz, a bunch. Yeah. (laughs) She could, I guess. Um, Nicole Richie went through some shit, but she seems okay now, based on very little. Based on the fact that she's out of the spotlight. Yeah. Um, There's a photo of her at the... 2010 Academy Awards with her husband Joel Madden. Now I don't know why Nicole Richie <laughs> yeah, and Joel Madden were invited to the 2010 Academy Awards. <laughs> Maybe Good Charlotte made yeah, it, it was a soundtrack. Good, for yeah, it was Good Charlotte, not a best original for song. A movie. Nominee ever. Girls don't like boys. Girls like cars. Another another thing I absolutely hated in 2004. Good Charlotte, and still, but yeah. if I heard them now, I still would. You don't like the song Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. <laughs> They're always complaining. complaining. That would the fit song into this was show about so well. Paris Hilton and Nicole Rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous damn so-called That's punks. Crazy. I thought they had integrity. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know what? I bet that guy from Slayer would marry them if he got the chance too. <laughs> It'd be awesome if Gary Holt married a socialite. <laughs> if any prominent <laughs> thrash metal musician married. <laughs> millionaire heiress that'd be very funny shit to do no but we'll, we'll talk about him uh we'll talk about him when we cover i don't know the voice australia because for some reason he was one of the coaches on the voice <laughs> australia <laughs> alongside seal and keith urban <laughs> okay well, keith urban makes sense uh, keith urban i would just assume was a coach on yeah. the voice australia there has to be at least one heiress that's into thrash metal right uh, like they have to be into thrash metal to. They just have to be able to run in the same or. circles as right. guys that are in Slayer. Like, like a member of Metallica is definitely married to somebody with a similar vibe to Paris Hilton. Probably. Oh, we can also do. Um, we can do Ink Master. Uh, this is a real Matt pick. It's a tattoo artist who compete in various challenges, and it was originally hosted I by Dave Navarro. Yes, yes. I love how We've, many different conversations yeah. we're having right now. <laughs> this, this is peak, as you know. Yeah, I'm just like we've not talked about the show at all. But <laughs> the whole pilot is the whole pilot is who is Paris Hilton and who is Nicole Richie, and then here's a farm and the pilot. So I guess we are. They so went far. to the grocery store. Damn, they're just like me. They bought a bunch of groceries. They only had $50. It cost $65. We've all been there before. They must have had too many eggs or avocados. Millennials, am I right? Uh, They didn't want to pluck a chicken. Relatable. Yeah, I'd prefer not to do that. I don't want to do that. 
But I could do it if you were paying me money to do I it. Do. I, I have do done it. it. Here's what I want to know that I couldn't but find I don't want to is how did they find this the the Letting family, is that what they're named? The, like these people in Arkansas, like what was the process to find the family that Drafting they would set had them set them up with? How much do they get paid? Um exposure. Yeah, to sit in a couch with that child. Give him a hug. Steven, yeah. when you saw the when you saw that there was a well in their room, did you think, well, you got to open that up with master hand and then dive down in there and explore what's underneath that well? No, I didn't know. I, I, I'm not I'm not quite that kingdom pilled yet. Yet. <laughs> no, kingdom kingdom pilled. That's a different thing. T- tears pilled. That that feels better. But yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> We're gonna get. Don't worry. We'll get kingdom pilled one day. Don't worry. When we when I decide. You already watched when, Animal Kingdom. No, no, no. The kingdom is a different thing, and don't look into it, because one day, that will be my reckoning moment. That will be... When you know that I have called forth the kingdom as the television program, one of you has done me a grand disservice, and I will watch the joy turn to ash in your mouth as we talk about the Lars von Trier Twin Peaks. Mm. Oh, shit. Damn. I can't I can't believe you stole this from me. <laughs> the kingdom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This has been this has been one that I've been saving. I, well, they did that revival. I wanted series. to get somebody to try to talk about a show with a title that vague. Ah, uh, sorry. <laughs> no, don't worry, Stephen. And forget. then drop the absolute insanity <laughs> of the reality of what that show. Yeah, was. I'm glad though that we have both had it in the back pocket. Like one day, <laughs> no one will enjoy this. You're all having vegetables, bad vegetables for dinner. Can we talk about that guy and how Only ubiquitous his jokes. voice was for a few years? Lars von like, Trier? Oh, the narrator guy. Narrator guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was <laughs> Lars von Trier. Hey, we watched Lars von yeah. Trier's The Simple Life, Remember when, right? remember was remember when von Trier mania took over America in 2003? I don't know this guy's name, but he is fucking everywhere. He was like the cable TV descriptor guy. Yeah, there's like four Let's voiceover see. guys Simple that do every trailer and everything. Like, like, yeah, it's just one of those guys. But he, he's I think, in he, a world but I think guy. he's out of work. I haven't seen him. Yeah, like he, he is. is very much in a world. Do we have his name? I'm, I'm working on that it's right Mark now. Thompson. Mark Thompson. Mark Thompson. Mark <laughs> Thompson. No. <laughs> no more pop punk musicians of this era, please. Mark Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> do we have his? Do we have uh, his IMDb page up? Mark Thompson. I'm working on it. The the Simple Life was created by Mary Alice Bonham and Jonathan Murray. Uh, they cro- co-created uh, Real World, Road Rules, The Challenge. All of these were their productions. Uh, How about Real World versus Ro- Road Rules? That's what the challenge is. Oh. <laughs> you <Thanks>. fool. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you fell for the oldest trick in the book. The fact that they renamed the television program at a certain point because it became its own independent event. Uh, yeah, so they, they had created all of those, and uh, they had this idea. Well, the idea was, uh, it, it, it kind of came from, like, Fox's own in-house teams. They were, like, kind of inspired by uh, Green Acres and... They also had been discussing doing a television program with Paris Hilton. Uh, and they were like, wait a minute. We've got peanut butter and chocolate. Let's throw that stuff together. And they made uh, they made something the likes of which men should never not have made and could have been the undoing of the entire world. And This uh, very much is reality show Green Acres, isn't it? Yeah. And um, it was going to be Paris and Nikki Hilton 
to do this, and Nikki then decided against it. So then uh, Paris started asking around to other friends, uh, Kimberly Stewart, the, da- the daughter of Rod Stewart, Casey Johnson, the band aid heiress, and they all said no. <laughs> How do you even be an heir to band aid? It's gotta be. It's gotta be an heiress to that, I guess. And so then they as in the, as in like yeah, the thing that you put on your cuts. Yes. Oh, I was Ooh. frankly I was thinking of the charity event Band Aid, and then I was like, was Peaches Geldof not available? I th- I, I thought <laughs> oh that Travis gosh. might be thinking of that, which is why I clarified. Um, Band Aid is interesting because R.I.P. Peaches, like, by the way. Because yeah. wait, Peaches died. Peaches no, Geldof. Peaches Geldof died. Oh. Okay, sorry. <laughs> this is um, oh my god! A name I can't believe that I was able to summon at all. Is the Johnson and Band? Is it like? Is it Johnson and Johnson? Is it of th- those? Yes, yes. Okay. It is. It, it Casey okay. Johnson of the Johnson and Johnson Johnson. Yeah. Can I? Just, can I tell yeah, you? Johnson. Band Aid really cornered the market to the point where we. I'm sorry. I can't brand. hear you over the. What the fuck? As, yeah, once again, I live next to a fairly busy intersection, and that happens. Uh, it's like Hoover here. Like, they literally don't have a word for vacuum because Hoover. Yeah. Uh, whereas we do not have a word for Band-Aid because Band-Aid. You know what they call them here? Everybody know? Bandages? Bandage. Stickies. Plasters. Wait, what? Plast. What is they it? Call them, they call them plasters. That's not real. A bandage would be what a bandage is here, which is like the thing it's you thicker, wrap. Thicker, yeah. Uh, yeah, a, ba- a band-aid is a plaster. I hate that. In fact, when I, I moved here, when I moved here, I was trying to describe a, a band-aid to a person who uh, I also couldn't believe it. Because I was like, can I have a, do you sell band-aids? And they were like, we don't know what that is. And I was described what it was. I was like, for cuts. And they were like, plasters? I was like, no, not that. And then I had another like two minutes with them before realizing that it was actually that. And they led it to me, led me to it. That feels like a part where they're just like, oh, an American's here. Get him a plaster. And you'll be like, no, no, no. no." And you think they're going to make like a, a cast of your hand. Chop it off, replace yeah. it with uh, a with pl- replace plaster it. of Paris. Yeah, plaster of Paris, Hilton. There you go. Podcast done. Plaster of Paris is what you make the like. You make like um, figures out of. You make like. Uh, uh, I thought they made her out of wax. Hey, she was in <laughs> House of Wax. I saw that movie. Of course you did. Back when I was told that she was hot. <laughs> and also that you were, but you hated her, and you learned she was gonna die, and you're like, oh man, I get to watch that hot girl I hate die. That's what being a teen is in America. That's what, I say that's what slasher movies are how, in general. How many? I get how, many hot girl I hate die. how many stars would you give that movie, Matt? <laughs> House of Wax. What? How many stars would you give House of Wax? If I saw it now, zero. <laughs> My memory of it, two out of ten. Damn. <laughs> well, what has changed so drastically that you take off your two stars? Yes, that feels hateful. <laughs> like, Letterboxd doesn't even let you go to zero stars. They only let you do half a star. Two, yeah, half two out of ten is most. one. It's one. It's yeah. one star. Well, I have, like, five half stars, yeah, and those are mostly, star. like, those, those are statements. I believe my only yeah. one is still It's Pat, and my listed, uh, like, explanation for each score, 0.5, is It's Pat. I believe that is correct. Yeah, I remember it not being good, like as a fan of both Paris Hilton and horror movies at the time. You 
said you would call yourself a fan. He of watched Paris this Hilton. show all the time. I watched apparently. this show. I was told that she was hot, so I believed it. He was so excited when she produced uh, when she launched an urban beach club in the Philippines. Yes, that was one of my big. Matt's things. bought her perfume lines. Times. That's brought in two point yeah. five billion dollars in revenue to date. I don't know when this. Yeah, most written. of that's me. <laughs> he bought the album. <laughs> <laughs> Can you name it? What's it called? I it just says her probably perfume line. that's hot. He bought her NFTs that she was selling. Oh yeah, all that. Her on on fucking Fallon, uh, hawking MF- NFTs. That was fascinating. The Paris Hilton yeah. fragrances, Stephen, include Paris Hilton, Paris Hilton for men, Paris Hilton sheer, just Paris me, Hilton for, just men. Me for men, it's an awesome air, <laughs> air, can can, fairy dust, siren, teas. Paris Hilton Passport, Dazzle, Can Can Burlesque, With Love, Paris Hilton, Limited Edition Anniversary, Eris, Limited Edition, Gold Rush, Gold Rush Man, Rose uh, Rose Rush, Can Can Bling Edition, Platinum Rush, Pink Rush, Lux Rush, Electrify, Ruby Rush, Love Rush, that's the end. There is now also underneath, okay, okay, this Wikipedia page is listed in alphabetical order based on the celebrity fragrance. Would you like to guess which person whose last name starts with an H is directly underneath Paris Hilton for their fragrance? Whale. <laughs> Whale? Brendan Fraser. Nope. Uh, Adolf Hitler. It's H. not an H. <laughs> it's got to be after H-I-L. Or possibly Australia after H-I-L-T. It is a tie-in to a comedy special. What a whale-related comedy special. Noted American humorist. John Hodgman. Oh, what's that you're wearing? Oh, it's <laughs> Whale by Hodgman? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, don't mind me. That's just Whale. Okay, that's good. I was just going to ask any of our female listeners if they've ever uh, inspected a, a man's bathroom and found that he wears Paris Hilton for men. You can wear Andy Kaufman milk and cookies. <laughs> that makes sense. You can wear Kermit the Frog's Amphibia. <laughs> that sounds great. I want to try that. Smells like felt. Do you want to have a... Do you want to have a spinoff podcast where we just wear cur- perfumes and talk about them? This is <laughs> one, that's a mabim bam Wear them out. See what kind of responses you get from exactly. the public. Two, exactly. Uh, two, bring back Thim so we can do the celebrity fragrances episode. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so that all of us, you know, can come on and in different rooms talk about wearing. Uh, tell me when to stop this page. Travis. No. Uh, so that we can. So that, of course, we can wear Bruce Willis by Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look. Of we course. all we all go where we go. You know, I'll I'll go to the club wearing uh, John Hodgman's cologne. Tell you what kind of faces I get if it starts any conversations. Who's that guy? That's who's that guy that smells like a a, a used suitcase, a, a used briefcase. What do you think about my smell? <laughs> John, it's made by John Hodgman. It's made by John Hodgman. Did you, you know that he was the voice of the dad in the in PC Coraline? guy in the Mac PC ads? <laughs> That's probably where you know him best. Yeah, a lot of people. I, re- know I want like that. a Tom Kenny cologne, <laughs> or like a like a, any Pineapple of the Mr. Under Show the sea. guys who are not the main guys. <laughs> Jay Johnston cologne. Jay Johnston cologne. <laughs> Uh, what about the man? I would love to wear a David Cross perfume. That sounds absolutely mad. Do you what? Do you want to wear the original, the Robert F. Kennedy politician, 
Uh, uh, sorry, the Robert F. Kennedy uh, fragrance that was produced from the 1930s to question mark. <laughs> is not, the, wow. not the new Rob, not the new Robert Kennedy who's running for president in 2024. Not, 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 not RFK Jr. <laughs> oh, Heartbreaker by Jenna Jameson. The storm Anyways, by RFK Jr. A simple life. The simple life. The simple the life. Simple what a difference life. it would the be if it was life. a simple life, though. It would sound much more like, I don't know, artsy if it was called a, a simple life, life is an Ibsen play. Yeah, the simple life. Yeah. The simple life. <laughs> Is, uh, does it fuck you guys up as much as it does me how small Paris Hilton's ass is? <laughs> does that like shock you on the same level that it does me? I will say it didn't fuck me up. No, I'll I'll I'll, I'll admit I, I was, didn't feel. It's just like back in the leg. It. What the fuck is going on there, Matt? That was the era. Matt. This was when Matt. it was bad to have a big ass. So Matt. you had this. Was yeah, it was. It was ideal. actually bad for about a decade to have a big ass, Matt. and then it just. One flipped. of the greatest moments in late night television history is Desus and Miro playing, like you know, a taboo like game with Jimmy Fallon, and I believe it's Nicole Kidman. And Desus has sure. to explain to Miro who Taylor Swift is, and all he says is, "She's got a long back." And the other one immediately <laughs> is like, "Taylor Swift." <laughs> <laughs> and the the the, the, the uh, you know the other celebrity there is like, "I don't understand what's going on." And Fallon cannot <laughs> hold it together, and also is like, "I can't say Naturally. what they're yeah. referring to right now." Wait, He's I'm sorry. Absolutely ripped out Ian. of his mind on cocaine. He's not holding Ian, it. Ian, whoa, whoa, whoa. Fallon couldn't hold it together. <laughs> I know. I, I know. Can you believe it? God, on I live television, he couldn't. On live his television. blood is made of powder. He cannot hold it together. <laughs> uh, his only thing that he could do was laugh at somebody's joke. No, that doesn't sound like Jimmy <laughs> Fallon. He was, he, was, he was really good at laughing at other people's jokes. He was really good at it. One of the best. And then he would later, and then later he would uh, sell NFTs with Paris Hilton, and they would both get sued over that. Or whatever, because they're not quite as deft as Shaquille O'Neal at uh, dodging <laughs> process. That's bad, though. Yeah, <laughs> okay, that's okay. impressive. Shaquille O'Neal, who was in a finale with blackface, just like Paris Hilton. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's amazing that we. That this is a, time is a flat circle. What do you want to say about the first episode of Simple Life? The Simple Life. This is probably uh, the fifth time I've seen this episode of television, and it's worse <laughs> than I ever imagined it being uh, upon revisiting. Wowie wow. Yeah, what? Uh, what the yeah, f- the funniest <sighs> thing that happens in this, according to the episode itself, not according to me, but according to the episode, is uh, Paris Hilton. Well, actually, I don't remember which one of them says that they should have a threesome with the kid, and then they laugh. Oh, yeah, about this it was forever. fucking wild. I, so much of this program, like, I just. It, a thing was said, and I was like, uh, "If this is what, if this is what's making it, if this is what they're deeming to be interesting or worthwhile, Cat. what are the hours of cutting room footage like?" Yes, that's true. Um, also, it just made me feel like I couldn't connect with a former time. It's like I can't believe this was. This was not just a show. This was Zeitgeist. This was very yeah. about. Ad nauseum. Yeah. I can't believe there's five seasons of this. And, on, and there would have been more if they hadn't had a fight because they probably would have, you know, been going strong through that time period. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. Do, you, you, guys do you think that the show had anything? Po- hold on, hold on. Do you guys think this had anything ahead, poignant ahead. to say about um, the urban-rural no. divide in America? Um, you know, our class structure. If they're trying to do a show like this in the future, and you have some of these people coming to your house, you have a personal responsibility for some direct action. I don't understand. You're saying the farmers should have done direct action on <laughs> Yes. On Paris and Nicole. Sign up for this if you believe in the cause and then partake in some direct action. But Paris Hilton and Nicole aren't a p- the problem. They're uh, just a symptom of the problem. Yes, they, they are a symptom. They really do anything. <laughs> yeah, really all you could do is do like a Getty kidnapping yeah. situation with them. Yeah, exactly. That would <laughs> be suppose. good. Hey, 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 you could also Patty Hearst the situation. <laughs> That'd be cool. Let's bring back the SLA. They oh, fell yeah. off for real. What was their deal? Were they actually uh, good CIA. or horrible? What is their... Probably <laughs> CIA. Um, <laughs> I really don't... I just know... Really, I just know the whole <laughs> Patty Hearst thing about it. Yeah, what, what is the Symbionese yeah. Liberation Army's anything? Uh, you know, you can get there. Well, I'll send you their uh, manifesto. Yeah. Uh, it's wild. It's just it's written, cr- written by Al A. Dulles. Who is that? <laughs> I just think it's cool that Patty Hearst did that. You know, some people just study abroad. <laughs> Patty Hearst was, you know, abducted and was a fugitive for serious crimes. And then, like, Jimmy Carter commutes it and Clinton pardons it. And we're all like, yeah, that was wild. And now she has a daughter who's like a fashion. Now I think she has a daughter that's married to Chris Hardwick, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> so we get to do all of this when we do Talking Dead. We just get to talk a lot. I'll have an update for you about the SLA when we do Talking Dead, and it'll fit. Chris Hardwick's mother in law is Patty Hearst. How did it not? You guys remember Damn. G4? Yeah. Uh, Every day. I've 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 looked into possibly selecting some G4 programming for this show. <laughs> Naturally, I hate what you people do. I hate everything. Well, that's, I'm picking X play. I was gonna say yeah. In this era, I was like Paris Hilton, not hot. You know who is Morgan Webb? That was my uh, person. Was Morgan Webb hot? Maybe. <laughs> she, I don't know. She this, was this, to be at age 13. This is our best yeah, episode, she was also actually. Hot, she was also hot to me at 13. I don't remember. <laughs> this episode, I'm going to use this episode to, list, to fall asleep for, for months. <laughs> it's just going to create such a sense of calm yeah. in me. I don't know. Do we just go to the second one? Like, No, I don't want to talk about the spinoffs. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Because no one wants to watch more of, the, more of Real Housewives. But does anyone want to watch the Brazilian? Or sorry, do, I don't know what this show is. Simple Life. Uh-huh. Does anyone want to watch the Brazilian? Do they Simple put Life? Bolsonaro in a in a farm? Who's uh, who's the in the Brazilian Simple Life? Uh, they all have blue Wikipedia pages, but I don't know who these people are. They're, are they all people who are cool. like heirs of like escaped Nazis? Uh, like what is no. the? <laughs> uh, the the Brazilian one. She's an actress, model, television presenter. Uh, she won the, dancing. With are, the, she are, won the first season of Brazil's Dancing with the Stars. Uh, Karina Bachi. What color are her parents' uh, names on Wikipedia? 
doesn't uh, doesn't list them. Not what I thought you were saying. <laughs> yeah, it's like let's get into Brazil's <laughs> racial politics. Like this isn't really shit. This isn't really. Yeah, the, that's the way that I would ask that question. Uh, she is married to a uh, Brazilian uh, footballer who didn't play for anyone of note. Okay. Uh, in my wow. in, in this looking here, uh, and he is was. The general manager, of the NASL Fort Lauderdale Strikers. So that's where that guy's. Okay. That's no going. fun. So that is you'd the be like, she was married to Hulk or something like that. The German one, excited. of course, is Golken und Colleen Zion Ofsland, which stars Golken <laughs> Comps and Colleen uh, Fernandez. They were at that club that Stephen couldn't get into. <laughs> they were, yeah, yeah. They're. Sorry, Golken Comps is here. <laughs> uh, Stupid Dilgit fucking language. Desi girl. <laughs> Uh, this is the only one. Uh, well, wait. How is this the simple life? Desi girl will win hearts is what it's called. Okay. This is the... Mm. This is the Indian the, one. Uh, the Indian one. It's uh, it's hosted by yeah. Rohit Roy, who is probably, you know, the scion of some acting family. Uh, Serbian. We got the Serbian simple life. Wow. With Serbian models, it seems. Uh, sure. <laughs> There's Turkish, which appears to be called Herse Yolanda, but I'm not going to say that's what it's called. Uh, <laughs> Turkish model, Miss Model, yeah, yeah, or, uh, Uruguay's Simple Life, that's got Claudia Fernandez. So what I'm learning is that this show is tremendously cheap to produce. Finally, the one that most excites me, the one that I would, the one that uh, really just stands out to me, the Canadian the French Canadian oh, version, <laughs> La Vie Rural, uh, with uh, some. It's a Patrick Waugh's daughter, and <laughs> no, it's the daughter, uh, the pres- uh, the daughter of the president and founder of the Montreal World Film Festival, is one of them, and the wow, other- they had to really dig, huh? <laughs> The other is to get, a to get uh, French Canadian heiress. That would be on this uh, show. The other is a um, a pop singer, just a French pop singer, a French. Well, sorry, no, French no not Celine Dion. It is not or Celine any Dion. relation to Celine Dion. Ian, did you watch Aline? I have not watched Aline yet. I need to do it. <laughs> I know. I was explaining Aline the other day to like a whole bunch of people, and they were like, "Why does he? Why do you know that this exists?" And I was like, "Why? Why wouldn't I?" It was like Ian had Ian was alerted as soon as that movie was made. I dreamt when I dreamt I dreamt dreamt it and then I woke up. God told him. I saw that Aline was existing. Aline, of course, is the uh, the Valerie Le Mercier film in which she plays Celine Dion. Well, a stand-in for Celine Dion um, throughout her life from childhood to middle age. The actress at the time of filming this movie was. 57 years old. <laughs> she is playing a 12 year 13 year old at points in this movie. <laughs> Hell yes. Do they do de aging on her? No. No. I don't think so. It's That's how just you should make do up. It. Oh, no, they are digitally adjusted for age appropriateness oh, okay. and post production. So the movie is probably very scary looking. <laughs> yeah. And also, it deals with the fact that whole, you know, Terrible. the whole like Celine Dion marrying her producer or her manager who was much older and all of that's so weird but also sorry i forgot there's more simple life spinoffs <laughs> there's i want to be a hilton which was the television program the nbc reality program hosted by kathy hilton 
And they had to cover things like rural country and suburban areas to having dog grooming and fashion shows and organizing a charity event while learning etiquette and manners. They received the... The finalist received a prize package that included a $200,000 trust fund and a new apartment. And, of course, there was going to be a new version of The Simple Life that was going to star Kelly Osborne and Kimberly Stewart, but it was shut down. Oh, God. Uh, uh, after Kelly Osborne opted out and called it demeaning and juvenile. Good they for you. They should have made a, a, a another Hotel Air reality show like this, but it's uh, J.B. Pritzker. <laughs> Is that what the Pritzker money is? Yeah. They're um, Marriott, I think. Oh, oh, I was, you know, I was just in one the other day, so. Thank you. Thank you, big boy. Thanks, JB. Yeah. Big man. Thanks. Uh, You remember when, um, you remember when the, um, when Paris Hilton got burgled by the bling ring? Yeah. The first celebrity target. Good shit. And then she let the bling ring, the 2013 film, shoot in her house to recreate it exactly wow that's cool yeah yeah it was yeah we, that's uh, cool. um uh sofia coppola really took a lot from abash kirishtami in recreating and blending the fictional with the metafictional uh and at some point after going to the farm in the ozarks nikki and paris found themselves at a summer camp right is that what was going yeah on? nicole and paris it was uh, like a theater uh, camp yeah, it just seemed like a normal summer camp, which isn't a very interesting place to like send these sort of, like they had to uh they were sent to a ghost town in New Mexico and they uh <laughs> and they had to see if they could form their own society. That would be oh my god. Wait a minute. Eris Nation Eris Nation Forty Erises would be Forty Erises <laughs> already hate island. each other. Um <laughs> Yeah, the problem is they would probably like if you put you, it'd be hard to find forty heiresses without any connections to each other. That's perfect, actually. I want them to all. I wanted to be able. To, I want beef. to take. I want to be able to take one of them and link them to. I want to to create a chain through like personal relationships that links all of them together. Like it's just a web. That does sound like a good uh, pastime for Ian Benson. Uh, you know what, Ian? I'm just going to give you 40 heiresses and you can do that. No, but I'm not... Wait, wh- how are you able to give them to me? What does Ship that mean? Ship them in a shipping container uh, Names! You. I'm not giving <laughs> you names. I'm just giving you names. That's what I'm giving uh, you. Not shipping container of heiresses. I, again, I I'm wanted to... you a binder full of women. <laughs> Say, this is how The Wire deal. Season 2 starts, but... <laughs> Well, uh, we wouldn't know. We didn't cover that for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we never, we never saw those episodes. Oh, actually, you know what? It turns out after we finish watching every TV show to ever exist, we have to watch the second and second to last. After that, <laughs> well, we <laughs> once we once we get through every show, what's yeah. the word for? In I know pe- we, penultimate. Yeah, w- second. Yeah, wait, wait, that second. Second is is the is no. The, I mean, like there has to be like another word that sounds sort of fancy like that too. Is what I was wondering. So why would we need that when we have second? Because that's not as fun. Why do we like? Oh, okay. I thought that Stephen thought that the word penultimate meant second, and I was gonna. I was gonna ask what the op, what the what the equivalent of penultimate was for the beginning. Yeah. I, well, like, hold on a second. second. No. Hold yeah. on now. The hold on a second. Episode. Though. What if Stephen a new bit you do start doing that? Yeah, we're watching the penultimate episode. Put on episode two. 
<laughs> what if I just say what if I just say opposite of penultimate every time I want to say second? Yeah, penultimately. Oh, so he's he's got a he, that he's got one more point. <laughs> Thirdly, wait, I don't know I don't know what's going. I've lost the plot here. <laughs> Ergo, I'm now just doing the this would just the be architect. the uh, the architect, yes. You are oh, yeah. The remainder of a sum that penultimately. And you're like, what? So I, I, the other week I said I love when someone's putting on a show. And as if the universe heard me, they gave me Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie putting on a show. And I felt empty inside. Yeah. Yeah, they did a show yeah. after being coached by Oscar-nominated actress Sally Kirkland, who is clearly acting in this episode of reality TV. Um when she gets very mad that they don't want to do Richard the Third, Sally Kirkland put on blackface. Yeah, I was I was hearing her out, and I was like, love the idea of these two doing Richard the Third. Good bit. And then she, with no hesitation, suddenly appeared in blackface. And also, maybe it felt weirdly transphobic when they were like, also shove this in. Yeah. I didn't realize that she was the like. I guess I was not paying enough attention because my brain had already been semi liquefied. Um, by the show even being on, uh, I didn't realize that she was the one that shows up in the blackface. I thought they got like one of the counselors to do that. No, I thought I thought she'd like left in a huff, and we didn't hear from her again. Well, they were like, no, because because yeah, Nicole was like, I want you to play my father, and it was like, yeah. what? And then oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I remember that now. And then she put on blackface. Yeah, it's and time to cancel Sally Kirkland, an actress I have never heard of, but who is <laughs> same. Nominated for an Oscar for a film I have never heard of called Anna. You don't remember her in Bruce Almighty? Uh, no. You don't remember her in JFK, the movie I watched the other I week? I have not seen JFK. <laughs> Bruce Almighty I've seen many times, but I don't remember an older woman character. Yeah, she was a member of... She was... Uh, oh, no. She was in 80 for Brady, a movie I've also seen. <laughs> ah! so, so, as far as I know, Sally Kirkland is not... And as you know, All Star. But would you like to guess what show that, as you know, covered she was in in an episode that we didn't cover? Early edition. I did also just look this up. Oh, do you, so 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 I do. So know. do you do the answer? Oh my God! No, there's two. No, there's two. There's two. There's two. She played a teacher in four episodes of Felicity. But more importantly, but. More importantly, uh, she was an insight. <laughs> she was an insight. What? Should I start? Should I start doing my? Should I start spelling my name in the chance tile? I, 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 You gotta do your last name to fit the equals chant. B E N S O N E. No, you're right. Yeah, and then I just go. Ian! Yeah, yeah, that works. Uh, I'm I am rebranding myself. Uh, yeah, she uh, she. Uh, <laughs> I thought we were watching um, uh, a Tina Fey show here for a second, <laughs> folks. <laughs> well, the important thing is the blackface really took this one down a level as far as quality. After they were doing casting couch gags with like an 11 year old child. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Yeah, it was very weird. They were very much like doing gags where it's like, hey, when you get cast, you have to do favors for the casting person. Let's make com- some cracks about that and have it be an 11-year-old. Teabagging? 
That was deeply uncomfortable. I really did not like it. But I did like when that one kid said, do you like bikes? And the guy went, yeah. And he's like, he's in. Also, the one casting couch favor he actually made someone do was give him a hug. And it was like from a nice, oh. from an older lady. Who is he? John Lasseter? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Uh, Lots of hug and bear himself. Don't know. Don't know why that happened. I felt like such a, I felt like a, so old uh, writing this, but my n- first note on this episode is, why are they being so vulgar with this child? But actually, why were they? That's a weird way to word um, the problem you were having. Yeah, but after doing that, yes, they put on a play about themselves in which blackface is, is used to be Lionel Richie. Um, and I don't know. There's some songs in it and a dance. But the more important thing is that Hunter finally reveals his feelings to Paris. No, that's not more important. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. The idea, the idea of ending of a television program with a, with a musical recap of the entirety of the program that preceded it is fantastic. Uh, actually, no, I don't know if I agree because I did enjoy the band and their aesthetic and wh- the way that it fit maybe what I would have wanted to listen to at that time. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to me some and all degree, my homies will listen to song, a curse of memory. You, but, like, I said that if you don't end the episode with that song, then you, you failed. Can we talk about how good a curse of memory is as a band name for a band that's introduced as Hunter's Friends Band that then plays this song? Like, I just feel like that was like a perfect sentence to what me. What a band? Hunter's Friends Band, a curse of memory, and it just being these dorks they were not good no i i would not uh hire them to play a terrible song uh while i reveal to someone that i'm in love with them wait or whatever so i wouldn't do that with a a band is loud sorry 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 is it c-u-r-s-i-v-e or c-u-r-s-e space O? am pretty sure the former cursive memory a curse of memory is like a really like funeral doomy kind of name a cursive. Oh, I was gonna say that's a, really a screamo band. I think this is more of a screamo band, honestly. Like, if you told me you saw a cursive memory open for Jerome's Dream in two thousand one, I'd be like, okay, I buy that. But they weren't screaming. No, but just like name wise. You know, if they have like an album getting like put out by Top Shelf or whatever, I could totally believe that. Yeah. Seosin. No, I'm talking. I'm talking more scrams and not uh, MySpace screamo stuff like that. I'm sorry, you're not a real head. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Have you even listened to Orchids? No, sorry. I said Kingdom Hearts: A Curse of Memory, and then my internet actually decided to reboot in that moment because <laughs> I was hearing you guys, so I was able to be like, yeah, "I can say something, and it'll only make it on the episode, and it's only for me yeah. in that moment." And that's when it was like, "Oh, we're and rebooting then it's for me later." That's we fixed it. it. Would have been for it would have been for me too. We fixed it. It was joke. fixed. I said a curse of memory, Kingdom Hearts, a curse of memory. And my internet rebooted and was like, let's wrap up a simple life. <laughs> also, thank you guys for agreeing with me that the, a great way to end a television program is a metafictional recap. Like, what a, what a groundbreaking, sort of interesting Yeah, I means. can't remember the last time I saw something that had, like, a sentimental montage at the end. Um, so that, that was really, I thought... I don't know. It had a real depth of meaning to it. The sentimental montage of them like waxing someone's asshole and throwing toilet paper <laughs> on on a roof and chainsawing yeah. a table in half. I yeah. 
I saw the chainsaw come out, and I was like, finally, some television. (laughs) (laughs) Is Steven trying to psychically project something into one of our brains so that the comedic bit they want to do will work? I think I'm pretty sure Steven found the song. Yeah, no, I'm. I, yeah, I'm listening to the song. That is, exa- that is exactly oh, what's, what's happening. Going on, and you're pushing the headphones in. It just looks like you're like, yeah. I have to <laughs> convey. <laughs> I have to. I was re-listening to the song. Matt got it. Uh, good job, Matt. You win a prize. I feel like we need to assemble a playlist of like the incredibly horrible songs that we found through this show. Oh, no, because exist. that means one day. That means like when that means what? That Matt will play it at one of our weddings. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah! Oh no! (laughs) You'll never escape that one. That's all right. Like I already have the playlist of just that song. I gotta get the one from from Degrassi. That was such a good song. There's the montage after a guy with bad hair. It's like you guys were a huge pain, but I view you like daughters. That dude yeah. does have fucked up and hair. Yeah. Paris, Paris kisses Paris Hunter, and then they, guy. they they ADR someone going, get a room, you two, and, and then wolf whistling. Yeah, clearly nobody actually <laughs> on the screen saying it, but nobody else was implied to be there. And she's like, I gave you my number. I'm sure that guy is going to be getting a call back. I'm I'm glad that I'm glad Hilton. that Paris Hilton at 27, at least. Uh, is waiting until after someone tells her that they love her before the, before her first kiss. Yeah, I was Paris trying to look Hilton. up her relationship history on Wikipedia, and there was no one named Hunter on there, so I guess it didn't really work wow. out. Wow. That's heartbreaking, actually. My heart's broken. And now she's married to uh, a venture capitalist guy. Yeah. That explains the NFT thing. Yeah. What was his name again? Uh... Carter Carter Room or Roim or Reum. Car- American author, entrepreneur, and venture capitalist. He founded Which invent- means he's an American term. venture capitalist. Yeah. <laughs> he founded M thirteen <sighs> Ventures and his notable works include Shortcut Your Startup, Ten Ways to Speed Up Entrepreneurial Success. He was featured in episodes of the television series Hatched. Hatched. Which does not have a blue link. <laughs> Hell yeah. I gotta find. Uh, they had a son through cur- surrogacy named Phoenix Baron Hilton Room. Ugh. Why not go Baron Phoenix? That's like at least a thing. <laughs> because they didn't want it to be a thing. Um, yeah, they did songs. They cast a couple of boys as their dogs. They cast somebody as the cow that somebody shoved their hand in the ass of. They, there was like room for that song to be funny, but. It makes me think that Paris and Nicole actually wrote it because it wasn't. Like, if they had writers <laughs> write it, that could have been funny. Um, One of the producers just horrible. Definitely wasn't. Just, just at work and just like crushing every joke. And then they're like, "Here's the song. We're actually." Well, he's like, "Okay, I, I knocked out the song. Here's what we got." And they're like, "Oh, we were thinking of something else." Hey, this is Sally Kincaid's, you know, fa- p- pain. She was like, why don't you do Richard III? They were like, no, we're going to do something else. I think King Lear would have worked better with the two of them, honestly. <laughs> but, you know, that's which, just me. Which of them is Lear? I, I think Twelfth Night would have been a fun one for the two of them. Right? Cast some girls playing guys playing girls. I, I guess if we want to go with the comedies, I, I just think they just feel so, you know, there's such dramatic heft. I, I thought a tragedy would be one of the ones he'd want to do. Of History. Course. Does it? Okay. 
There we go. Is that the end? Have you summoned the end? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> well, well, welcome to Masters May, everybody. Are, are we remembering this episode by spray painting pink the house and then just, or by yeah. painting the house pink and then spray painting that's hot on it as we get away in our limo and, and head off into the distance, into oblivion? I wish. Do you guys ever have a catchphrase? Do I have a, do I have a catchphrase? Yeah. Probably. I, I used to have catchphrases like shit on my shoes. <laughs> Um, you did. You did that. That is true. <laughs> Dish rag. Uh, Shit on my shoes. <laughs> That's really the the one I can think of the most. There's probably uh, something uh, I say. Matt had blee ba ba ba. Everybody. Blee ba ba ba. Now he just has prego 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 prego. <laughs> of course. <laughs> just like any any good Italian person. Travis has probably got some catchphrase that everyone loves and hoots and hollers for it and we just don't register anymore. It's like Travis say the thing and we don't even realize what the thing is. Or it's just Travis going, no, in regards yeah, to so any comedic bit. Yeah. But yeah, I wish I had something as good as that's hot. I'm going to start saying it. My shoes is at least as good as we're that's bringing, hot. I'm going to bring it back. Yeah, I'm going to participate in the millennial reclamation of Paris Hilton. I'm going to be, you know... I'm going to wear a t-shirt that says stop being poor. I'm going to sing Stars Are Blind in my movie with Bo Burnham. I'm also going to, what else, what, you know. Have a sex tape of you leaked? Yeah, that, I mean. With night vision? Hell yeah. Thirst traps are going up another level. For whatever reason, in my head, you were going to say the person. So then I thought of night vision being like a stage name for somebody. <laughs> uh, maybe, which would maybe be like an e-girl. I like the idea of Ian, uh releasing a sex tape with an e-girl named Night Vision. Birdie got so mad at me just now for shooing her away from the recording that she turned my computer monitor off. Well, at least it's still recording. She headbutted the button and <laughs> turned my monitor <laughs> off. That's a warning. She's, she might <laughs> yeah, screw she's, up your audacity next She's time. coming for audacity next, which I guess does mean that that's the end of the, that's the, end of the simple life. Uh, I wrote together a note in case I got cut off again, video-wise, so I was fully prepared to just, like, have only just this up on my on my uh, my camera <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and have you guys just Holding communicate whether... Says. <laughs> oh, go go simple. Yeah, do, do, simple. is it... Is it is it simple simple and clean June or do I do I help continue Masters May was the question I asked. You guys love to post questions to us or to, to when you're making yeah. your pick. This will be the first time I'm doing it. Uh, let's simple. keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, I agree. Okay, we're gonna do eight simple rules. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I like the idea of us having a link from thing to thing. We know you do. You said that, I think, previously. <laughs> and Matt responded by saying that he would fuck you up with those <laughs> links. Oh, guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to do eight simple rules. Uh, uh, had you I picked, watched so much of this show. I want you to know, by the way, had you picked Masters and we continued, we, of course, would have been covering He-Man, Masters of the Universe. Mm. Okay, oh, good. I'm glad I we picked some. I kind of missed that. No, I, I, I'm sad. So, um... Uh, who wants to talk about eight simple rules? I watched so much of this show. It can't be me. Not Steven. Travis, what do you got? I can do it, sure. All right, Travis, I'm putting 30 seconds right. on the clock. Tell me everything you know about eight simple rules, starting now. 
Uh, Eight Simple Rules was a sitcom originally titled Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter, uh, starring John Ritter, uh, and then he died. And so it wasn't starring John Ritter anymore, but I don't know who they replaced him with. <laughs> and someone famous was the daughter, someone who got famous later, but I can't think of who it was. Um, I think it's not it's not Jennifer Lawrence, right? Because that was the Bill Langvall show. Is it Kaylee Cuoco, who Stephen <laughs> yes. calls Kaylee Kiyoko for some reason? <laughs> and that's time. Yes. Kaylee Cuckoo will be coming. A, will be becoming a, <laughs> an Kaylee as Cuckoo. you know all star. Uh, we will also, of course, get to talk about uh, Katie Sagal, uh, who might be becoming an all star. I'll have to double check. I don't think so, uh, but she definitely will in the future. James Garner and Travis, the person you were trying to think of that they replace John Ritter with, is of course David Spade. Oh wow! Right. Okay. Right. He had a third sitcom I never watched, and you didn't realize that. Oh, <laughs> you never watched Just wow. Shoot Me? I, think, I didn't watch uh, Just Shoot Me or The Rules of Engagement or whatever. I didn't realize he also had this. I'm going to bet there are other uh, David Spade sitcoms you didn't watch, oh. Travis. Three is a low number for the number of sitcoms that he had. But you know what? Maybe we, maybe we do like David Spade. We'll maybe find we'll out. talk about Tommy Boy next week. Oh, yeah. That that oh man, Bachelor era George Clooney of the comedy world is what they called him. Oh, oh. Huh. you sure about that? Uh, well, that's what E said, and now I'm seeing how many of. Okay, is it just the one of David Spade's uh, ex girlfriends that is dead? That's fine. Okay, a second, I thought it was two <laughs> of them, and I was like, David Spade, what's going on here? But that's all next week because now Hyrule calls. It calls to me. And it will call to you, too. Thank you. Thank you, Matt Isiani, for your wonderful production work week in, week out. Thank you to you, the listener. Rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. Do whatever you want. Whatever compels you. Go into the woods. Live a simple life. Escape from the city. Stephen, can you bring us home? Time stood still and still it stood. I'd be with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find the best line, like that's that. So I, like that is what I was doing. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, uh, that's what I was psychically trying to produce. Do you want to hear the one that I had before? Matt was like, it better be a line from that song. Yeah, of course. Nicole Richie, singer. <laughs> <laughs>